sure. Hey, y'all. It is Finance Friday Live. Y'all know how we do. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put this everywhere I am. If you're here, go ahead and say hey. Let me know you're here. All right. All right, I think we're live everywhere now. So how have y'all been? I missed y'all. I missed last week. <laughs> I was sick. Horrible. Horrible. You hear me? Um, but we're going to jump right in. So there's a lot to cover since I did miss a week. Please let me know if you can hear me okay. Okay, Instagram, I don't think you have the good sound today, but it's okay. If you're on Instagram, let me know that you can hear me. Okay. All right. Um, because I'm not, you're not connected to the mic. Okay, cool. All right, so y'all, lots to cover because I missed last week. And so I have to cover everything that I wanted to go over last week. Also new stuff for this week. So we are going to hop right in. Um, I spoke to a banker this morning because I'm trying to... Um, do some stuff, you know, locally in the in the city of Greensboro. So if you're in the city of Greensboro, definitely be on the lookout for some stuff coming up. I'm putting on free financial literacy classes. So definitely be on the lookout for that. But um, we were having a conversation and he said, please let your audience know about the employee retention tax credit. Because he said what he's been seeing is, People are not taking advantage of this. And this was something that was enacted um, as a result of COVID. So it started in 2020. And he said, you know, people were all about the PPPs and the EDLs and everything like that. But they were not taking advantage of the employee tax credit. So with the employee tax credit, though, you have to meet certain um, uh you know, requirements. So one of those requirements is you have to be an employee or, you know, you must have employees. So if you are set up as um, a sole proprietor, chances are you are not an employee. You are either taking owner's draws or doing 1099. Um, but if you are set up as an LLC uh, S Corp, um, and that's important as well, you can pay yourself as an employee. So what that means is, and this is straight from the IRS website, I'm looking at it now. Um, as a result of the re legislation, eligible employers can now claim a refundable tax credit against the employer share of the Social Security tax. So just to break this down a little bit um, before we get into any more, when you are an employee, um, your employer has to pay half of the Social Security tax, the Medicaid tax, all of those different things that you see coming out of your check, your employer actually is paying the exact same amount to the government as well. So you pay half and your employer pays half. So what this is saying is that um, employers can get a tax credit against their share of the Social Security tax. So if you own your own business, this means that you can, instead of your business paying out that portion of the tax credit, I mean, of the tax, you can actually get that credited. So definitely keep that in mind. 
It says equal to 70% of the qualified wages they pay to employees after December 31st, 2020 through June 30th, 2021. Qualified wages are limited to $10,000 per employee per calendar quarter. Thus, the maximum ERC amount available is $7,000 per employee per calendar quarter for a total of $14,000 in 2021. So what that means is when you filed your taxes this year um, and you are an employer with employees, make sure that you took advantage of that credit. If not, go ahead and file uh, um uh, oh, what is it called? <laughs> of course, my mind goes blank. Um, go ahead and file. Uh, oh, y'all help me. You know what I'm trying to say. When you have to go redo your taxes, maybe it'll come to me later. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, go ahead and file that so that way you can take advantage of that. Um, so I just wanted to hit on that because that was a request from a local banker. Um, that said that he was not seeing people take advantage of it. So I just wanted to get it out there that this is something that is available. Um, and please, if you have any questions, feel free to drop it in the chat. I am keeping an eye on that. So I would love to see what questions you have. Okay. All right, let's move on. So next, I wanted to talk about um, this article that I read this morning, which I thought was really interesting. A local chick, well, not local, a North Carolina Chick-fil-A um, decided that they were going to pay people in food, only in food, so no wages. Well, first of all, I'm like, well, to get around employment law, they said that these are volunteers and they were paying them in food. Now, y'all, come on now. <laughs> Um, since this happened, you know, of course, Chick-fil-A got a lot of feedback, pushback from the general public. So they said that they did not endorse this program. They don't know where it came from. And as a result, it has been canceled. Now, there's so many things wrong with this um, from so many different perspectives, but especially as an HR perspective, um, I don't know what this Chick-fil-A in Hendersonville, North Carolina was thinking, um, but, you know, luckily the corporate office of Chick-fil-A stepped in and kind of saved their PR on that because that's horrible. They were saying that they were looking for volunteers for their drive through express and you had a chance to earn five free entrees per shift. So every hour you can get a free entree at Chick-fil-A if you volunteered there to work the drive-thru. Um, very interesting. And I was like, I don't understand why they would do that. But I say all of this to say, and I wanted to bring it up to make sure that, you know, if you are in the market for a job, that you are um, understanding, you know, what these perks and, you know, what your total rewards package looks like. Because even though this is an extreme example of what could happen, um, there are situations where you think that you're getting a good deal. Maybe it's higher pay, but maybe it's less benefits. Maybe it's not as good as you thought it was. Um, so definitely, I always encourage people to look through their paperwork. If they don't give you, um, you know, what their benefits are during the recruiting process, ask for it. Every time I had a job in corporate America or any job, really, I asked for the benefits at a glance, which is usually a one or two sheeter that says, 
what benefits are included with that company. Um, you definitely want to get a full picture of what you're getting yourself into. So that way you can make an educated decision. And especially if you have multiple offers on the table. So always ask for the benefits at a glance. And if they don't have a benefits at a glance, sometimes they'll go ahead and let you see the employee handbook because you can also find it there. All right, moving on. Um, in the news for this week, um, interest rates did go up again. So I know we've been talking about this for quite some time now. Um, and we're going to continue to talk about it because inflation is still out of control. Um, and this is the only way they have to try to get it under control. So they increased, this was two days ago, they increased rates by 0.75 basis points, which is 0.75%. And like I said, um, the past few times I did Finance Friday Live and they increased, this does not mean that everything is going to increase by that amount. What this means is that is the rate that banks can trade amongst each other. Um, and so we won't see exactly 0.75 increases in everything, but do expect things to increase. So for instance, I got an email the other day. Yesterday from Ally Bank, I have my savings account there and it went up to 1.40%, the savings rate. Um, so that's a good thing with um, them increasing the rates. Savings rates go up, but the bad part is, or the unfortunate part is, credit card interest rates also go up as well. Um, so that's why I've been telling people, Definitely pay off your high interest credit cards right now. Otherwise, you're going to keep paying more because um, they are increasing. Um, if you take a look at your statement from this month and compare it to the beginning of the year, it's going to be a different interest rate um, and you will notice that. So just make sure that um, you are keeping an eye on that and seeing what the interest rates are. Um, see what the... the um, See if you want to do like balance transfers or whatever to get your interest rate down um, or just pay it off, you know, um, or try to start doing that. Because the more they go up, the more in interest you're going to pay. And then it's going to start being like a hamster wheel and it's just going to keep turning. Um, so just keep that in mind. Now, another thing that happened. Who y'all? I'm going to take a break. <laughs> Because I've just been going, going, going. Please let me know if you have any questions. As I take a sip. Um, because I know it's a lot of information coming at you. But we have a lot to catch up on. So. <laughs> All right. I don't think I see any questions yet. So I'm going to keep going. All right. Another thing I found interesting in the world of business was um, in Europe, BMW is offering heated seats on a monthly subscription program. Oh, hold on. Will those increase as well? If you're talking about um, credit cards, yes. So with credit cards, those are generally variable interest rates. So when you're looking at debt, okay, typically mortgages, like usually people get fixed rate mortgages, those are fixed. 
Usually student loans are usually fixed. Um, sometimes if you get into a private student loan, they might be variable. Um, okay, so will student loans increase? Typically not, unless, like I said, you're in a private um, student loan product that has a variable rate. So if you have a federal loan, no, because all federal loans, as long as much as I know, um, are fixed. So they depend on when you actually got the loan and it'll stay at that rate. Um, with private student loans, it could be a little different. So check your paperwork and see if it is a fixed or variable interest rate loan. That's the key word that you want to look for, fixed or variable. If it's variable, there is a great possibility that it will increase. If it's fixed, it will never increase. Um, well, and I say that generally, it would generally never increase. So Look for that wording and whatever loans you have. Look for fixed versus variable. If it's variable, it's dependent on when the Fed increases their rates. I hope that makes sense. And please let me know if I answered your question. Um, so anyway, with the student loans, I mean, not with the student loans, with BMW, because I thought this was really interesting. Um, they're offering British drivers the option of enjoying heated seats on a monthly subscription basis. Now you might be thinking, why would they, why would they do this? So I was reading the article cause that was, and you're welcome. I'm glad that answered. Um, I was wondering like, why would people want heated seats on a monthly subscription? Um, so pretty much how I kind of clicked this in my head was it's similar to like how video games do DLC content. So downloadable content where they already load it into the game. So like the heated seats, all the stuff you need is already in the car, but they can flip a switch on and off depending on whether you pay for the subscription or not. Now they said that they're doing it because they want to make heated seats more accessible um, and flexible for people that don't want to make the spending up front. Um, personally, I think from a business perspective, it is so they can have some monthly recurring income coming in um, because that's a little more stable, right? Because if people, let's say, aren't buying heated seat packages, then they're not going to get that income. But if somebody buys a car that um, they want heated seats, but they can't necessarily afford the package right then and there, they can get a subscription. And we all know whenever we get a subscription, sometimes we do not <laughs> um, remember to turn it off. And that's how companies make money. So I just thought it was really interesting that BMW is doing this. Um, but let me know what your thoughts are on it. Um, do you think it's like a good idea? Like should more companies be doing like options with subscription packages for their cars? Or do you think it's like, really? <laughs> Please let me know in the comments because I just thought that was really interesting. Um, let me see, what else did I want to cover today? I did interest rates, I did Chick-fil-A, I did the BMW thing. I did employee retention tax credits. While I'm going through my mind, definitely let me know if you have any questions. Um, there was something I wanted to go over. Oh, that's what it was. So 
last week, um, Tesla, they cashed out $936 million in Bitcoin. Um, after, you know, crypto has been all over the place for the past year or so. They've been all over the place. Um, Bitcoin, I didn't check the price this morning, but it's been up and down and mostly down this year. So Tesla has pulled out quite a bit of money from Bitcoin. Now, if you've watched my lives before, you know um, how this all works, right? So as and this is with anything. It doesn't have to be cryptocurrency. It could be anything in the stock market. If more people are buying it, the price will raise. If people are selling it, the price will drop. And so you can imagine what pulling out $936 million at one time is going to do to that market, right? So just keep that in mind. <laughs> um, it's interesting that they did that. I'm curious to know like what they know, like <laughs> what's coming up with that. Cause that's, it's interesting that they made that move um, to pull out so much at once. So that's just something to keep an eye on. If you are investing in crypto, keep an eye on that. Um, Cause usually when the market makers, and when I say market makers, I mean the people that invest a ton into certain stocks and companies and uh, cryptocurrency and things like that. They're the ones that make the market. And so when market makers start pulling out or start buying or whatever, that's something to keep an eye on um, because they're not like the typical investor like me and you. They have teams that are doing this research and doing these things. And so they have a little more insight into what's going on. So I just bring that up to tell you all to keep an eye on that. If you invest in cryptocurrency, I personally do not. Um, so that's all I have for that. But um, definitely um, keep that in mind. Also, I remember what it was. Um, I was listening to NPR this morning, and they were talking about how all of the big tech companies are starting to feel the pinch. Um, so when I say feel the pinch, they're starting to slow down hiring. There's some, some are even starting to lay off. And I think it was Amazon, Google, and Meta. I think they all had earnings calls and in each and every earnings call. So, okay, let me back up. Earnings calls are when companies report on <clears throat> what they've done over the past quarter, what they feel is going to happen, their projections, all that stuff. And in every single earnings call, all of the CEOs were like, it is uncertain. Things are uncertain. They kept using the term uncertain. So um, they've been doing a lot of things to cut back. And I think it was Meta. I think it was Zuckerberg. Um, he said he's expecting them to do more with less resources. So what does that mean, right? <laughs> um, so definitely keep an eye on that if you invest in, you know, the big tech companies. It seems like they're starting to feel the pinch. So they might start taking a hit. Um, well, they have already, but they might start taking more of a hit in their prices and stuff. So keep an eye on that because um, they were saying that, you know, as inflation is still the same, interest rates are hiring, I mean, are getting higher. So capital is getting a little more expensive for these companies to tap into. Um, 
demand's not really there. Supply is having issues. So it's like a perfect storm for things to go haywire. If there's no supply, like they don't have the the equipment, you know, like let's say the um, processing chips to put into the Mac laptops and things like that, then they also at the same time don't have the demand and also at the same time they can't get access to funding, you know, because it's more expensive. It's just the perfect storm for things to start tanking. So um, just keep that in mind and keep an eye on it. Um, that's my thing. I keep an eye on all of this stuff and I try to recap as much as I can every Friday, but I promise you I don't touch on everything. <laughs> I try, but I promise you this is not all. Um, I try to do like the highlights. So just keep an eye on it. But, you know, people that invest regularly, keep investing. I mean, this stuff happens every few years or so. We always go through the same cycle. Some are a little worse than others, but it is just how the economy and the market works. So um, for me, for instance, and let me just do this disclaimer, this is not investment advice, it's for educational purposes. Um, but for me, for example, I just keep investing, you know, same things I've been doing, dollar cost averaging, putting in money regularly, same amount, whatever, and just keep doing that. Oh, I also wanted to mention, speaking of investing, I have been seeing where, you know, people are trying to start getting into investing, which is awesome. Um, but make sure after you do the um, deposits, okay? So let's say you have $20 and you're like, ooh, I want to start an investment account. I want to do an IRA or I want to do just a regular brokerage account, right? After you put the money in, you still have to invest it. So even if it's, if if you just put it in and you don't do anything else, it's just sitting there in cash and you might as well just have it in your pocket, right? <laughs> so you want to make sure that if you are investing and you are depositing money, you're actually putting it into something, um, whether that's mutual funds, index funds, stocks, bonds, whatever. Um, you want to make sure that you're actually investing it. So it's not enough to just say, oh, I'm investing. I'm putting money in. You have to also put it in something. Otherwise, it's just sitting in cash and there's no point. Um, so just keep that in mind, too. I wanted to bring that up because I see that mistake happen quite often. And that also holds for if you are investing in your company um, pro, uh, company plan as well. Uh, you know, a lot of companies now, they do have it to where it automatically invests. But don't just take that, you know, just don't take that at face value. Make sure you go in there and make sure that it is in something um, so that way it wouldn't be in cash. So that's all I have for you all today. If you have any questions, please drop it in the chat. I'm checking on my chats now. Boop, 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 boop. And I'll be more than happy to answer. And then also, y'all, if you have any questions or something that I didn't cover that you think I should, let me know in the chats too. Um, I try to cover what you all might want to hear or know about. And also, like I said, with the employee retention tax credit, that was um, suggested from someone. So I definitely take the suggestions and I definitely um, will go over what I can. So just make sure 
you all are dropping that information for me so I can cover it. Um, also, just want to do a quick shout out. Please tap into the podcast <laughs> because it's free. Uh, missed what I said about CFA. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Let me know if that's what you mean. Chick-fil-A. Um, and while I'm waiting for that answer, please definitely tap into the podcast because I go over a lot of different things. I have a lot of different people on. We talk about all types of things when it comes to money and business. And you can learn a ton. OK, go out and seek this knowledge. OK, so Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that was just an article I found that was interesting in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Um, they were offering people to come volunteer to get around employment law um, and they would give them one free meal an hour that they were there instead of paying them. Um, they were offering food. <laughs> so Chick-fil-A corporate stepped in and nipped that in the butt and the program is now not there anymore, but it was just um, a one restaurant thing as far as I know. Uh, but I, I just discussed how I thought that was interesting from an HR perspective. Um, and as a company PR perspective, I know it's crazy, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so that's what I talked about with Chick-fil-A. Um, but please y'all tap into the podcast. If you're watching on Instagram, there's a link there to purchase the shirt that I have on today. Um, and then if you're on Facebook, um, I do have a stars program going on. So if you liked or anything that I said helped you and you're listening on Facebook, please drop some stars because that helps your creator. Um, that helps me uh, to keep this stuff free. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I will see you all next Friday. Peace. <laughs> Bye.